0: Good morning and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Ben Mitten, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. There's an old saying that goes something like, all things in moderation. You have probably heard that before. It's definitely a saying I have heard my whole life. The gist is something like, a little bit of sugar is okay, but too much is bad for you. Or, a little bit of medicine helps. But too much can hurt. Everyone can understand that. But is the saying true universally? I don't think so. And I don't think the Apostle Paul would either. Listen to what Paul writes while in prison to the church in Philippi. In Philippians 1, 19-23. For I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance. As it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage now, as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. Yet which I shall choose, I cannot tell. I am hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ. That is far better. Paul counts his life as belonging completely to Christ. Paul was saying that if he is living on this earth, he was serving Jesus. His thought life was completely wrapped up in Christ. His work was a service to Christ. His relationships were rooted in Christ. For Paul, Christ was not moderated in his life, but his life was moderated by Christ. So this passage in Philippians serves as an encouragement to us to subject every area of our lives to Jesus. This changes the old saying, doesn't it? We should say, everything in moderation except Jesus. I want to encourage you this morning to open every door of your life to Jesus. For some of you, it means stepping out of faith at your workplace and representing Jesus by the way you work and the way that you talk with your coworkers. Maybe God wants to use you to change the culture of your workplace. For others, it may be with a certain group of friends where you have previously checked your faith at the door. What would happen if you took a step of faith and brought Jesus into those relationships. What would God do? Or maybe for you, it's with a family member that you've hesitated to share Jesus with or invite to church. Or maybe you're a husband or a wife that is nervous about bringing Jesus into your marriage. I want you to trust me that there is no better thing for your marriage than to invite Jesus into it. He wants to work in every area of your life, and he will only work for your good. Now, I won't tell you that there isn't a cost of following Jesus. There is. Sometimes standing for Jesus means conflict. After all, that's exactly why Paul is in prison writing the very letter that we read. But what I can tell you, and what Paul would tell you, is that Jesus is worth it all. There will come a day when we will be with Christ in a new way to be in His very presence. And on that day, we will not regret any step of faith we made for Him. Let me pray for us to walk in this holy boldness today together. Father, we come to you this morning in the name of Jesus, asking for you to show your power through us in every area of our lives. We want to leave no place out, Lord. We ask that you would invade our thought life, our friendships, our workplaces, our marriages, our families, and any other place where we have not explicitly invited you in. Father, help us to have the attitude of Paul and live our lives completely for you and your service. We pray now for any place in our lives that you have not yet touched, that today would be the day where breakthrough happens and you are glorified. Use us as your ambassadors today. Grant us this boldness, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.